Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Wednesday, January 10, 2024, and you're listening to Alex's News. Turning to today's weather, Riverside residents will feel a slight chill as we expect a high of 58.2 degrees and a cozy low of 42.4. Now, warming us up with some pressing global news, the records have been tallied, and it's official. 2023 has been declared the hottest year on record. The implications are stark, and the clarion call for urgent action on climate change is louder than ever. We'll dive into what this means for the future of our planet and the actions experts insist we take now. Next, a new study has just surfaced, revealing alarming levels of plastic particles found in bottled water. We'll explore the surprising findings and the potential health consequences, sparking a cascade of concerns around one of the most common beverages in our daily lives. And in a twist to the retail saga, Walmart is set to overhaul the shopping experience as we know it. Prepare to be whisked into the future as we discuss how the retail giant is integrating AI and drone technology to transform how we shop. Stay tuned as we unpack these stories and more on Alex's News. We're leading today with a startling report from the European Union's Earth Observation Program, Copernicus, which indicates that 2023 was the hottest year on record. To help us unpack the significance of this finding, I'm joined by our reporter, Ethan. Ethan, can you give us an overview of what this report is telling us? Sure, Grace. The report from Copernicus shows that temperatures in 2023 were more than 1 degree Celsius above pre-industrial levels, every single day. It's a clear sign of the ongoing climatic shift due to the accumulation of greenhouse gases in our atmosphere. The primary sources of these emissions are from burning fossil fuels, deforestation, and other human activities. That's certainly cause for concern, Ethan. What specific human activities are they saying are the biggest contributors to this rise in greenhouse gases? Well, the chief culprits here include fossil fuel combustion for electricity, heat, and transportation. Additionally, industrial processes, agriculture, and changes in land use, especially deforestation, are major factors. In the U.S., for example, the electric power sector is the top emitter, but sectors like agriculture and forestry can also significantly affect our carbon footprint. Over the years, there's been talk about reducing emissions. Based on this report, what are scientists saying about our current efforts? The scientists are emphasizing that rapid emission reduction is more crucial than ever. Achieving net zero emissions is highlighted as a primary goal to stabilize the global temperatures. However, the report also acts as a reminder that our actions to address climate change need to be immediate. Ethan, aside from human actions, what about natural factors? Are they playing any role in these record temperatures? Indeed, they are, Grace. The report indicates that natural climate variability, such as El Niño events and increased solar activity, may have contributed to 2023's record warmth. There was even mention of an undersea volcano eruption in 2022 that had some impact. These natural occurrences can amplify the warming caused by greenhouse gases, which leads to even more extreme temperatures. So what are potential implications or consequences if we continue to see temperatures rise like this? The implications are quite severe. We're likely to see an increase in extreme weather events, which means more heat waves, wilder storms, and unpredictable season patterns. 
there is also a heightened risk of detrimental impacts on ecosystems, agriculture, and human health. The interconnectedness of these issues means that impacts in one area can ripple through to others, potentially exacerbating economic and social challenges globally. With these findings now public, what steps can be taken moving forward to address these concerns? Actions range from policy changes, like implementing stricter emissions regulations, to societal shifts toward sustainable practices. There's also a big focus on renewable energy, as well as innovations in industry and transportation to lessen their environmental impact. Furthermore, initiatives are needed to protect and expand natural carbon sinks, like forests, which are vital in absorbing CO2 from the atmosphere. Thank you, Ethan, for that comprehensive look at the challenging climatic landscape we're facing. We'll certainly keep our viewers updated on the developments in this story. In a new study that's stirring up the bottled water industry, researchers have found that plastic particles are not just floating in our oceans, but they're also in what we drink. Our reporter Chloe is here with the details on what seems like a concerning development. Chloe, what can you tell us about this study? Thanks, Grace. The research, carried out by experts from Columbia and Rutgers universities, is uncovering alarming details about plastic in bottled water. Utilizing the cutting-edge stimulated Raman scattering microscopy, they've detected what we call nanoplastics, extremely tiny pieces of plastic that are less than one micrometer in size, commonly found in bottled water. Nanoplastics sound almost invisible to the naked eye. How prevalent are these particles in the bottled water we consume? You're right, they are incredibly small, and according to the study, they're quite prevalent. Researchers have discovered an average of 240,000 detectable plastic fragments in a liter of bottled water. And what is even more concerning is that 90% of these are nanoplastics. That's an overwhelming number, but what exactly does it mean for our health? Therein lies the crux of the problem, Grace. While the precise health impacts of these nano and microplastics are not fully understood yet, scientists suspect they may be more toxic than larger plastic particles. They're small enough to migrate through the body, possibly distributing synthetic chemicals that could present greater threats to our health, and the risks could be even higher for infants and young children who are more sensitive to toxic exposures. With such potential risks, is there a response from the bottled water industry or regulators? Yes, the International Bottled Water Association has called for more research to understand the health risks these particles might present. They stress the lack of standardized methods for measuring these plastics and a general scientific consensus on the issue. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, on the other hand, has begun reviewing the study's findings. It sounds like the science community is still grappling with understanding the full implications. Could there be broader consequences for the environment or public health policies? Absolutely. This study sheds new light on plastic pollution and raises the question of how it affects not just our oceans, but our food and water supply. While efforts toward a global plastics treaty are ongoing, negotiations have slowed. The concern now is how to reduce our exposure to these plastics. Taking simple steps, like using glass or stainless steel containers for tap water, could be crucial until more is known. Indeed an eye-opener for many of us thinking about what's in our water bottles. Thank you, Chloe, for this insightful report. My pleasure, Grace. It's a story we'll certainly keep our eyes on as more research unfolds. Good morning everyone, here are some other headlines we're following today. In the political arena, GOP presidential hopefuls Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis faced off in a highly charged debate just days before the Iowa caucuses. 
This pivotal event spotlighted the leading Republican contenders aiming to establish themselves as a formidable alternative to former President Donald Trump. With the debate offering a rare one-on-one -on -one format, Haley strived to regain her campaign's momentum while DeSantis sought a necessary boost in support, particularly in light of Trump's continuing popularity among likely GOP caucus voters in Iowa. Elsewhere, international concerns rise following a disturbing incident in Beit Rima, a West Bank village where a security camera video has shown the Israeli army apparently shooting three Palestinians without clear provocation. This has left one individual, a 17-year-old, dead and others wounded, raising serious questions about the Israeli military's use of force. The increased aggression of Israeli soldiers, amidst tensions following the Israel-Hamas conflict, has been cited by the Palestinians as a worrying escalation. In legal news, former President Donald Trump is warning against the implications of prosecuting a president, claiming such actions open a Pandora's box that could undermine future presidential accountability. Trump's legal team is challenging the notion of criminal immunity for a president, with the case potentially poised to ascend to the Supreme Court. Legal experts, however, contest the argument that such proceedings would lead to a cycle of politically motivated retributions. Looking ahead to 2024, over 50 countries are preparing for pivotal elections, setting the stage for a global test of democratic institutions. These elections, occurring in nations ranging from Russia and Taiwan to the United Kingdom and the United States, promise to catalyze significant shifts in policy and international relations. With democracy under intense scrutiny, the integrity and outcomes of these votes stand to impact the global political landscape. And finally, an alarming surge in gang-related violence in Ecuador made headlines as masked gunmen interrupted a live television broadcast. The invasion of the TC Ecuador television station by armed individuals underscored the nation's battle with escalating crime, linked to drug trafficking, that has led to abductions and deaths, including those of police officers. This attack adds to the urgency for Ecuador to address the deepening crisis of gang-related crime. Please stay with us for more detailed reports on these and other stories throughout the day. Today, we're delving into how Walmart is taking a giant leap into the future of retail. They've just announced a major expansion of their drone delivery service to over a million households in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and that's not all. To give us a detailed breakdown of these technological advancements, Ethan is with us. Ethan, can you give us an introduction to what Walmart is rolling out? Absolutely, Grace. Walmart is pushing the envelope with artificial intelligence and drone technology. The expansion of their drone delivery to an additional 1.8 million households is unprecedented for a U.S. retailer. Walmart's already made over 20,000 drone deliveries in seven states, proving it's not just a concept but a working model. 20,000 deliveries? That's quite impressive. Can you dive a bit deeper into the key elements of this drone delivery system? Certainly. The drone delivery system is built for speed and efficiency. It allows Walmart to meet the increasing delivery demands by taking to the skies, literally bypassing road traffic and reducing delivery times drastically. And with this expansion, what might be the implications or consequences for their competition or even the local traffic around Dallas-Fort Worth? Well, for competitors, it means stepping up their game to meet customer expectations that are now being set by Walmart's innovation. For local traffic, it should have minimal impact as these drones operate in the airspace rather than on the roads, 
though they will surely be a more common sight. Now, aside from drones, Walmart's bringing AI into more personal aspects of shopping. Can you explain this new iOS search tool they've unveiled? Sure. This AI-powered search tool on iOS devices is a generative AI, which suggests relevant products based on the consumer queries. It's designed to learn from customer interactions, so the more you use it, the better it gets at giving you personalized recommendations. It sounds quite futuristic, but what about privacy concerns that often come hand-in-hand with AI technology like this? Privacy is always a concern with AI advancements. Walmart says that it's committed to handling customer data responsibly, but customers will need to weigh the convenience against their comfort level with sharing shopping habits. Interesting. And speaking of shopping habits, Walmart has another program called In-Home Replenishment. How does this AI predict what the consumers need? In-Home Replenishment is like having a personal assistant that knows your pantry better than you do. It uses AI to learn and predict which groceries you'll run out of, and then it restocks those items for you. It's another way Walmart is using technology to save customers time and effort. And finally, Walmart-owned Sam's Club is changing up the checkout experience. Tell us about these new checkout procedures. At Sam's Club, they're using camera technology at store exits. These cameras snap pictures of items in your cart and confirm your purchases without stopping at a cashier. This technology aims to drastically reduce waiting times, thus streamlining the whole checkout process for a better customer experience. It's clear that Walmart is betting big on AI and drone tech to transform retail. Can you tell us the sources that are reporting on these developments? These developments are covered by multiple reputable news sources including ABC News, Hearst Newspapers, MarketWatch, and the Associated Press. They're thoroughly scrutinizing how Walmart is capitalizing on the latest technologies to set a new standard in the retail sector. Thanks for all those insights, Ethan. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how these tech integrations by Walmart might shape the future of the shopping experience for everyone. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the Perplexity API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.